0: In episode five of So Say We Travel, the podcast, we will introduce you to our dear friends who've rescued a van and their own personal pursuit of minimalism and freedom.
1: I even had the pleasure of getting a personal tour of Vinny, which I found enjoyable and inspiring, and I hope that you do too.
0: And finally, we will continue with our episode-by-episode review of Battlestar Galactica, continuing with the miniseries Chapter Two.
1: Welcome aboard to So Say We Travel.
0: Hi, I'm Sean.
1: Hi, I'm Charlie.
0: And we're So Savy Travel. And this is episode five of our podcast. Yep. And the point of these podcasts is, of course, to share our experiences of trans- transitioning from sticks and bricks, our mm-hmm. home, to full-time living in our RV. Yes. Um, and then we hope that by sharing our experiences, I personally believe experiences are interchangeable with knowledge. Mm-hmm. So hopefully sharing our knowledge with you that hopefully you can learn something through our experience um avoid some mistakes and pitfalls yes. <laughs> and uh, that we make. Um, and, and and of course, we would love to get your experience as well. Share yes. your knowledge with yes, us as absolutely. well. So yeah, um, let's talk about what's happened since our last our last show, two weeks.
1: Uh, I feel like every time we do this, there's a lot going on yes. in two weeks because <laughs> we're moving things really quickly. Um, so I guess since the last time we did, uh, we actually listed the house. So that mm-hmm. was the plan. Um, mm-hmm. So that's been an adventure.
0: <laughs> yeah. Um, so in our last episode, we talked about how we cleared out the house. Mm-hmm. It was empty. They yeah. came and they photographed it and everything. Yeah. Um, but then, yeah, it was being listed that week.
1: Mm-hmm. Now, we
0: had originally planned to be listed yes. on one day, yes. but...
1: It accidentally got listed a day or two early. Yes. It was two days early, I think, mm-hmm. because we were originally supposed to list on a Thursday, which we intentionally wanted to list on a Thursday, um, but what had happened was our realtor went to make the listing, and there was an error as far as the bedrooms were getting listed. So she sent it off for some tech guy to fix the listing. Um, but in, and he fixed it, but then he accidentally listed it two days early. That was on a Tuesday. Yeah. Yes, it was on a Tuesday. <laughs> so
0: like two o'clock. Yeah. And I'm at work. And yeah. Tuesday. So my
1: phone is blowing up. I'm in a meeting with a with a family, and like my phone, I have my watch connected to my phone, so my watch is going off, and I'm like, what is going on? So I get out of the meeting and I check my phone and this realtor has called like four or five times. So I called our realtor and I was like, "What is going on? Like why is uh why is I am I getting calls already?" And it turned out that there was that error. So we were actually getting offers like that day too oh. from like investors and stuff. Madness. So yeah, it started a little early. We weren't ready for it, but mm-hmm. we we got ready. <laughs>
0: yeah, then that's kind of how this is the whole experience has been. Like mm-hmm. we 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 were way more ahead of the game this time yeah. than the last time we yeah, sold. We but still, as these deadlines came up, something would happen that would kind of push us into the next phase, mm-hmm. and we're like, you know what, this is it. We're going. We're going to yeah. do it. You yeah. know, and it was good because it keeps the ball rolling. Mm-hmm. Um, something that kind of blew me away is is. Again, we, different from our last time when we sold. Mm-hmm. I don't ever remember actually talking to other realtors yeah. when we sold the last time. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. This is something completely different. Now, again, I was at work. It was like two o'clock on mm-hmm. a Tuesday afternoon. And all of a sudden, I'm getting text messages and calls. And, bo- and you know, I never get calls during that time of the day. So I'm like, oh, my God, what's going on? Mm-hmm. Um, so I checked and it's realtors texting me. you would like to show your home. I'd like to show your home. I'd like to show your home. And I'm like, this is totally new because last time. Yeah. It didn't happen that way at all.
1: Uh, Well, we asked her about that because I I don't think we were prepared for that because she didn't really tell us that either. mm -hmm. Um, But we asked her about that, and apparently it was like the the head person, the manager or whatever, had made that change to where it was just easier to text the homeowners to ask to do the showings Mm -hmm. versus the realtor handling it. It It's like a third party. So, I mean, it was fine. I actually liked it better that way because it gave us the – the freedom to schedule the showings um, versus the realtor, you know, then they'd have to call the realtor, and then the realtor have to get in touch with us, and then you know, set it up and stuff. So I mean, it worked out. It was definitely
0: okay. I, and that's exactly my end of the end of the experience take on it is when we when it first was happening in the middle ground. I'm like, well, you know. What are we paying her for? You know, if we're having to do all the scheduling for the showings and everything, like, feels like when you go outside and someone's, you know, pay someone to mow your lawn and you go yeah. out there and help them. You're kind of like, um, you know, so not that that's a bad thing, but you're kind of like robbing yourself of a little money that you invested. So yeah, in the moment, I was just like, man, I'm tired of having to field all these appointments and everything but what it did was gave us control yeah we knew when we needed to be out the house we knew when we wanted to show it yeah. like there were no surprises we were mm-hmm. already you know so we blocked out a whole day yeah that first thursday
1: the thursday we knew we were going to be at work so mm-hmm. we wanted to to do that on purpose so we we had i think six showings
0: like every hour on the hours on the hour. starting at like eight o'clock yeah that on thursday mm-hmm. and
1: then um we were actually going out of town anyways because we were camping so we had intentionally listed it like that so that we would be out of the house anyways for um, a holiday weekend to get it shown. So then we started. we just had showings the entire weekend. Um, but that's when our realtor took over. Yes. Too.
0: So that, yeah, we, we <laughs> t- so we told her it's like, Hey, we're going away for the weekend. Yeah. That's what was our plan is we right. would leave be in Galactica for a weekend mm-hmm. and they would just have free rent in the house, show it as much as you can, all you want all yeah. weekend while we're gone. Not a big deal. Yeah. Um, because we wanted to avoid having to Leave, leave in order yes. for people to come to see the house so yeah. we turned it over to her and she did all the scheduling appointments and everything over the weekend mm-hmm. only problem is we came back and <laughs> she kind of never gave the reins back to us yeah. um and
2: so, so we
1: stayed out the whole holiday weekend we came back on monday but then on tuesday it was still being shown yes and now he's the teacher so the you know he's home the kids are home my mom actually lives with us right now too, so my mom and then the dog, so he'd have to <laughs> pack them all up. But <sighs> <laughs> that's his. He he can explain the the. Yeah, lunch, right? I don't know. It's <laughs>
0: like so. I had checked out essentially of everything. Yeah. That Thursday before, I was like, I'm done after, especially after this year, this COVID year, this yeah. this crazy. I was like, I'm ready to just not do anything for a good little bit. And so we went and we had this phenomenal weekend, Mm -hmm. you know, Memorial Day weekend out of the campsite. We'll talk a little bit more about that. But uh, then we come back and I'm like, you know what? Whew, you know, I'm just gonna not do anything. And then nope, you know, can we show it this time? (laughs) And it wasn't even like in consecutive blocks. One would ask to show it like 1030 and then one would try to show it like three. So there's, you know, you don't ever like get a lull. You're just, you have to be on the whole time. Like as soon as you come back. but it was totally worth it. It was. It was worth it. And and yeah. something that we didn't count on, but our, our realtor suggested, was leaving the listing up. We had only planned to show...
1: That weekend. For the mm-hmm.
0: weekend. Um, but in her in her wisdom, and this is why we've used her four times now, yeah. um, just wisdom and experience. Mm-hmm. Uh, she knew the game and she, she plays yeah. it so well. Yeah. Um, she We left the open for the weekend. We, and all those showings that I was grumbling about pulling people out of the house for because... You know, mm-hmm. I didn't have any control of the appointments. She was scheduling yeah.
2: them.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, it paid off. Yeah. I'll we'll just say it paid off.
2: Yeah, well, it, it
0: paid
1: did. off. So yeah, it, I believe that it really paid off because we took offers for a, a week. You know that, and that that's something that she said was a good idea. Um, and so we took offers for for a whole week. And in this market, you know, we she said keep it open for a week, and that gets multiple offers and so that's what we wanted obviously you know we're about to go on this journey so we wanted to have as many offers as we could get so that we could choose and pick um so we did so we took offers for a week and we got to pick one and
0: pretty happy with it
1: we'll see where that goes yeah Mm -hmm. yeah
0: um so yeah that was the crazy of the transition Mm -hmm. but we did do some camping yeah some phenomenal camping we did we ended up uh back out at taylor park Unfortunately, we weren't at our favorite site over there. The one that we yeah. filmed our
2: yeah. our first, our it second was, episode. Yeah,
1: it was Memorial Day weekend. And I, I, I booked it pretty far in advance, but I did come, wait kind of late, apparently. <laughs> because with booking these trips, um, it was the only site that was available um, at the time of booking. So, I mean, it was fine. It was a good site. But, mm-hmm. you know, we, we do have other ones that are our favorites. Yeah, we kind there. of were like the
0: whole time we were there kind of creeping, yeah. looking over at our little know, site over there. We'd
1: walk the dogs around and be like, man, I wish They're
0: we were there. they so lucky. Ah, it's, it's such a nice, it's a nice campsite anywhere, period. Yeah, but, again, but
1: we were kind of out in the middle mm-hmm. of, of the open and it's it's Texas. It's the end of May. Mm-hmm. So it's hot right now. So mm-hmm. we, there was no shade at all in the mm-hmm. spot that we had, which, I mean, it's fine. It worked out.
0: But something I, a little bit of wisdom and appreciation is we were there for we were going to go down on Friday.
1: Right.
0: But it stormed really, really bad. Yeah,
1: we're in Texas. And I'm sure a lot of you have seen Texas is just getting hit with storm after storm after storm lately. And we've mm-hmm. had so much rain. Um, so, yeah, it was storming pretty bad. So we, we waited to go out there.
0: So we lost a, a night or mm-hmm. day, I guess. But uh, and then it was kind of the spillover was the second day. Mm-hmm. Um, we So we had heat, humidity, rain the second day. But that third day where we started outside, yeah. it was overcast, yeah. and had a hilarious. breeze, we yeah. went to the lake, mm-hmm. over there at Wilson Fox Park, mm-hmm. and you deal with all of the really, really bad days mm-hmm. for that one really memorable, day. perfect day, yeah. and it was so worth it, it, it was. was. And they weren't bad days, it was just not the perfect weather. Mm-hmm. But again, but how awesome that Saturday was. Sunday. S- Sunday, you're right, because yes. we were there on Monday, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, so yeah. It was just so perfect. Mm -hmm. You know, we we did breakfast, the weather was perfect. We sat around for a little bit, it was perfect. We went to the lake, Yeah, you know, like Mm -hmm. it was, came back and the evening was nice and cool, man. And it's just like, I could have stayed there forever. Mm -hmm. Pretty soon I will be able to stay there forever. (laughs) I'm so excited. But it was just like, yeah, days like this make all of it worth it. Make all the uncomfortableness, the, Mm -hmm. you know, whatever.
2: Definitely.
0: You know, we're losing with this house, Mm -hmm. giving up this house and giving up all the stuff. This yeah. day made it all worth it. Yeah. Um, but icing on the cake, you know, we had the pleasure, ultimate pleasure of camping with some dear friends of, of, of ours, mm-hmm. um, Matt and Tina. Yeah, I actually did my undergrad with Matt at the University of Texas at Austin. Um, so we were like this. Uh, we were both alternative college students. We had both had done mm-hmm. some things with our lives and come back to school. Yeah. Uh, so we kind of commiserated in that. Um, we worked together on a lot of projects, and we both went into education as art teachers. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, so you pretty much had all of your classes together. Yeah, 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 yeah.
0: So yeah, yeah. I called him my school husband. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but it was very, very cool to spend some time with them and, and camp with them. You know, this mm-hmm. thing that we absolutely love and enjoy mm-hmm. to do it with them. But they brought along someone very, very cool, a very <laughs>
1: yeah, cool guest. Yeah, they did. So uh, I actually had the pleasure of, of doing a tour with them, of their tour, uh, or did a tour of their van, and they have named it Vinny.
2: Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> um,
1: so they've rescued this, this van, um, and so you'll see the whole interview and stuff that we did with them. Um, but they've rescued a van, and they've remodeled it, and it just it's really, really amazing what, they, what they've done with this van. And it was really enjoyable for me because, I mean, we're, we became parents pretty young. So our kids are going to be off and graduated soon. So we'll still be young when, you know, our kids are off doing their own thing. So it, it was really kind of inspiring to watch them, you know, do this van remodel because I'd like to do that one day, you know, when it's just me and him. <laughs> and we don't have the kids because, I mean, we really bought the Galactica for the family, You know we have this it's 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 a nice little space it has you know um room for for our entire family um but the whole fact of doing just this van it it really seems like something that i would want to do maybe not you but
0: (laughs) no 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 definitely like i love learning new things this whole experience you may have noticed that every video you look at it looks a little different that's because in between we does doing filming these these podcast episodes i'm learning and researching and trying out different things. Yeah. Um, so I'm loving learning how to do make videos, content creation. I love learning new things. And I felt like this weekend, I was just sitting there and listening to their experience. Mm-hmm. I was absorbing so much knowledge. Yeah. Um, Matt, though, is has carpentry in his background. He's yeah. built houses in nice parts, parts of Austin. Mm-hmm. He is insanely skilled and talented uh, uh, carpenter and craftsman. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not surprised that he pulled off what he did with, with Vinny. Um, but yeah, you're going to see all of that. We'll let them tell their story. Yeah. Uh, we actually got some video. Uh, if you're watching this on YouTube, you see the video, the audio will be good enough for you to listen to it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, if you want to see Vinny, of course, definitely go and check out the podcast episode video on YouTube. So without further ado, Vinny. Vinny.
1: Hi, I'm Charlie, and I am here with our friends Matt and Tina, and they are going to give us a tour of their van, Vinny. So tell me about Vinny.
3: Okay, well, uh, Matt and I met about a year and a half ago, and we were just talking about things that we want to do, and uh, we both want to travel, mm-hmm. so we were trying to figure out, and he loves vans, and I didn't know until we got our van how much mm-hmm. I was going to love vans, so yeah. I, I'm a, I'm a total vanner now, but uh, <laughs> anyway. he is the king of Marketplace, Craigslist, and so we were decided we we're going to be on a, a lookout for mm-hmm. something cheap, something that we could we could work with. We saw this one mm-hmm. on is it Craigslist? Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, and for five hundred dollars. Wow! And yeah, somebody yeah. somebody else had already jumped on it, and Matt was mm-hmm. like, "Oh, it just wasn't meant to be." And I was like, "Maybe it'll fall through." Mm-hmm. Sure enough, it did, and the the guy contacted us, and we went to go look at it, and.
2: Uh Uh-oh. Yeah, (laughs) sounds
3: like there's a story there. Yeah, for $500. Yeah, so Mm -hmm. we we rolled up on this and um, didn't look anything like it does now. But Mm -hmm. uh, if you can imagine a a work van, Mm -hmm. a a painter, it was a painter work van. The hood was all crushed in because they walked on it all the time. The inside just, I mean, just, how do you explain the inside?
4: I can't even... At words mm-hmm. really bad.
1: Yeah. Oh
3: no. <laughs> yeah. It didn't
4: have windows, and that was the whole point.
1: It did not have windows. Yeah. We yeah. wanted
4: to make sure that it did, it was a van without windows, okay. because we could have found a a conversion van mm-hmm. with the big windows yeah. and all of the, That's not what we were looking for. We wanted mm-hmm. something that was totally window free, like a mm-hmm. worker's van. Okay. But Then you're kind of limited mm-hmm. to what you can get. And for five hundred bucks, we weren't sure yeah if this was the one mm-hmm. yeah but,
1: well it sounds like it worked out yeah.
3: <laughs> we went to I, i've never really been to junkyards so matt introduced me to junkyards okay so, um which was we've had so much fun doing that um see so the, with the first one we went to had goats everywhere and that's not where we, where we found this one the second one we went to it had donkeys there was donkeys <laughs> we had donkeys coming up to us the whole time but we were so excited because we got in there, and there was a conversion van. What was the other one? Was it a
4: camper van? Camper van. Yeah.
3: Okay, so um, we took everything we could off of that conversion van, which these doors, all doors mm-hmm. came go. off of that conversion van. We practically took everything. We took the dash. We'll show you when we go inside, <laughs> but yeah, we took the seats. This is actually the second set of seats. He made the first set that we got oh, from the first junkyard. They were beautiful, but they weren't. They were newer seats, and we wanted to kind of, you know, be a little more vintage looking. Yeah. So, okay. Uh, so we found these. Well, you feel like you're riding on a cloud in these seats. Yeah. So, Anyways, so we took the seats out, um, and he put the the dash in, all the woodwork um he put in and I was excited I found that uh doorknob the vintage doorknob for the shifter so we put that and I fell in love with the wood grain sternwell that's my favorite so
1: so he put all that in the all of wood it green and everything all the things that's so awesome yeah
3: all this up here mm-hmm. and oh you can't see your squirrel bobblehead. does he have a name cory oh cory okay. yeah there's one up there too that's not a rat that's another squirrel i don't we we just i don't know we we scroll a lot we're mm-hmm. always taking you know we're always going different directions so that's kind of like our van mascot okay so that's adorable Corey. that's awesome and then so so matt is a musician so we have guitars and ukuleles and we have a good time yeah make with, some music together yeah Definitely, we have our air conditioner right here. The exhaust going out the window. Um, we can talk more about that later. Okay. Um, he's the mechanics behind all that. Yeah. <laughs> um, comfortable, comfortable seats. Yes. Looks like they are. Yeah. So this is kind of our our curtain to hide. <laughs> so
2: mm-hmm. when we
3: decide to do whatever, we can mm-hmm. block it from the front. So yeah. this is our our little makeshift wall. Mm-hmm. stay right there. So. This is it. We have uh, we have a TV up here. We don't watch it very much, but there is a TV up there. We have our refrigerator, mm-hmm. and then up there we have a sink. Wow. And of course, you have to have the coffee maker. Of course. We love coffee. <laughs> uh, but you can tell uh, we have kind of a, a sea theme going on in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got plenty of decorations to swing around when we're... Driving we have storage up top so we took all the this is uh, from that um, conversion van that we pretty much just took everything from mm-hmm. so Matt installed the our, uh, our storage up top
1: and he so this he made this like the up here like all the storage and stuff made it or do you took it out of the other we way? took it out of the conversion band okay
3: yeah so yeah and we put that up mm-hmm. and we also took the high top off mm-hmm. of the conversion band so matt had to cut a whole opening mm-hmm. and put the high top on so we could have some more Make some headroom room. That's, yeah yeah so wow. uh, we weren't sure if we wanted to actually mm-hmm. do that you know and Changes up the whole look of the van, but mm-hmm. we were so glad that we did because yeah. you just need that extra space. Mm-hmm. And we bought like a 10 inch mattress, <laughs> so that. if we hadn't put the high top on, it, that mm-hmm. I know that that might have been a little mm-hmm. rough. So, anyways, we've got the bed here mm-hmm. with our 10 inch mattress, it's Seed. super comfortable. We've got storage, we're still kind of working on some things. Mm-hmm. We I had, um, we have storage under. Bed here, and then, but yeah, we're still kind of working on mm-hmm. that kind of stuff. And then the air conditioner, when we pack up and get ready to go, it fits right here behind the behind the chair. Okay. And we just uh, we call those bungee mm-hmm. bungee. At yeah, the end. I see so, that. Yeah, so
1: it just fits real nice uh-huh. back there while y'all are driving. Yes. Looks like you got a burner stove yeah. up there too. Uh huh. So if we want to cook something, we just use the burner there. And, and, and the fridge, what does the fridge run off of? Both electric and propane. Electric and propane? Yeah, we have, yeah. Wow. Either or. Mm-hmm. So, you need to open it? Uh, so we... You don't have to. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah. It's, then... just, it's, uh, it's awesome. Where do you keep the propane tape then? Where's the propane at? We,
4: you know, we're not running it. Oh, there. not yet. Propane but yet. you can. We can. If we want okay. To. Yeah. So,
3: yeah. Super comfy. Yeah. We're loving yeah. it. So yeah, we can, we can just cool. literally roll up anywhere mm-hmm. and it doesn't take but two seconds mm-hmm. to roll out the mm-hmm. outdoor mat and open the doors. And when we've gone to the beach, different places, it's just, I don't know, it's just nice. We can just jump in the van. Yeah. So where are you,
1: how do you hook up like electric and water? Do you have all that hookup
3: set up so yet?
4: The water is just, it's like it's contained. Mm-hmm. It's all covered with stuff. Oh, yep. It is. Slip <laughs> so, bag. Basically, I have a clean water that goes to the pump and then a drainage water that goes to the, um, that's my drainage water, but you get like just a gallon of water Mm -hmm. from the store Mm -hmm. and poke a hole through the top Mm -hmm. and I hook the hose from the pump, of the water into it and then we can use that for our drinking water or brush our teeth and And (laughs) then the drain goes right into that that Mm -hmm. jug I just showed you. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty simple. Yeah. Everything is pretty simple. It's just um, more about just being functional is mm-hmm. all we wanted, so mm-hmm. it does the job. We
3: actually put flooring in. Oh, ah, Matt did, mm-hmm. put the flooring in here. What kind of flooring is it, babe? Uh, I don't
4: know. Okay,
1: um, and where well, did you get the flooring for it?
4: From Home, Home Depot. Depot. Okay, yeah. So we just put, bought half inch plywood. Mm-hmm.
1: And just put it on there? I yeah, can see that, yeah.
4: Screwed that down. There. Yeah,
3: wow. So we got the flooring, and so the wings coating was my idea, and we thought it turned out awesome. I don't know. You see the outside of the van. You don't really expect to see what's on the inside And mm-hmm. Some people probably, what would we say this morning? They're probably expecting <laughs> Everybody looks at it, and they think, oh, it's a free candy van. Oh, so, my gosh. So it's a kid's snatcher van, but no. But you open it up, and you have mm-hmm. this. So I, my job pretty much was – the decorating mm-hmm. I got to decorate yeah it, he gave me that that job he's like you do a great job and his is more mechanical and making mm-hmm. it run well yeah. and you know transmission and all that good stuff so, making it home yeah yeah, yeah. so mm-hmm. I don't know if we mm-hmm. I know we're just happy with yeah. how, how it it's, turned out it looks you, great you walk in and it, we stay in it and it feels like home I have to brag on Matt because he, he just does so many things he spent a lot of time so we got these are the doors that came off of that that conversion van, mm-hmm. and we had a few of the of these shades mm-hmm. that were kind of coming apart and just not functional. So he went in and re-strung the I think it was the back the back shades and got them going again. Was so
1: where did amazing. you get these
3: the, the shades? That it, these were actually on oh, the it doors came with it? on the doors. Okay, yeah. and so we so, just repaired them. Yeah, and, and got them to where they're working again mm-hmm. and. They come in, in yes. handy little
1: blackout shades. Keep yeah. well the, the heat out, cool, cool on the inside. Yeah, yeah.
3: They 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 help for sure. And we love stickers. stickers. So we yeah. we went to Montana. June was it June of last year and Idaho and yeah. So and then I I didn't know what these were. I I didn't know anything about sti- what are you calling. Know? performance (laughs) stickers is that like his side and then your side of your stickers kind of yeah (laughs) so i guess i don't know a mechanic thing or spare tire Mm -hmm. (laughs) so this is my space this is mat space so we have tools and we're, like i said we're still working on mm-hmm. trying to figure out our storage mm-hmm. and, and all that kind of
1: stuff so tell me about the the build here and how you made the the bed
4: all right well i guess the plan for all this was to make everything modular mm-hmm. so everything in the whole van could come out like she was saying mm-hmm. so when i built the bed i wanted to make sure to build it to where i could just nothing's bolted in I could just kind of take it out Mm -hmm. so this is the same thing I just built this frame Mm -hmm. in two different pieces Mm -hmm. take the mattress out and just take it all out okay same with the the fridge and Mm -hmm. the sink and everything as soon as we wanted to I've got two bolts right back there at the back and we just take it out Mm -hmm. so we could have a complete empty cargo van Mm -hmm. in minutes if we really needed it okay so that was really important to me not that we're ever going to use it like she said but Mm -hmm. it could be used so that was
1: so why was that Why was that important doing it
4: that way? Well, because I had a van before and I felt that's where I fell in love with vanning Mm -hmm. is I never, just like her. Most people, I think that buy vans don't know how awesome they are. They're a great vehicle. Mm -hmm. They do so much stuff. Mm -hmm. But, um, I remember when I had that van, a lot of people had stuff they couldn't even move in their trucks. And Mm -hmm. with this space, when it's completely open, you Mm -hmm. can just move so much stuff
1: Okay, and it works
4: so well, Mm -hmm. but it works better for a camper
1: yeah <laughs> it's much more fun yeah you're right it is a lot of space uh she mentioned earlier how you um made more headroom right so tell me about that
4: all right so the van that we got from the junkyard had it was a van, so it had this high top on it mm-hmm. and i Never so this been.
1: didn't come with the van you have, right? No, it okay. didn't.
4: The roof was all, like she said, was all crunched in and munched mm-hmm. on from there. We were stacking ladders and they right. just walked okay. across it. Mm-hmm. I was originally going to build a deck up there, just to have something up there to cover mm-hmm. it up. Mm-hmm. But the headroom, I, it's probably the best accidental decision we ever made mm-hmm. because I cannot imagine trying to spend even a weekend in this thing with... Mm-hmm. That's with it, work. Yeah. <laughs> it was definitely the hardest thing I did because I put it up on there by myself mm-hmm. and I've never even thought about trying to put on a high top. So that was all of uh exercise and just I guess
2: mm-hmm.
4: going for it. Yeah. Just took a saw and cut or a grinder and cut the roof off and went for it and it
2: mm-hmm. I only
4: only almost killed myself only once.
1: Just oh just yeah. once. <laughs> so how long how long did it take you to do all that? How long was that project?
4: Uh putting the actual top on. Mm-hmm. A weekend probably okay. but it was you know i had it sitting there staring at me for a couple of weeks mm-hmm. knowing it was just like i need to get up there yeah which was
1: that's so enough. worth it yeah, yeah. it looks but, like it
4: that was a tough job so that's the so one it I...
1: would have been right here yep. is that where it would have ended yep. mm-hmm. and so you created all that space there
4: yeah and like she said the mattress was a deal for her she said if i was gonna stay she was gonna stay in there that she had to have a good mattress yeah so i agree that's yeah.
1: very, very important
3: and it
4: is i'm glad i'm glad
3: good call right <laughs> yeah good call i have good ideas every now and then yeah.
4: because it <laughs> is comfortable at night
1: it seems like it yeah
4: so yeah the the van like she said we got it for 500 dollars, and it was in extremely rough shape probably even for me i like building pretty rough stuff back up that day so there was a lot of looking at each other going I don't know
3: he, he said he said so what do you think and I was like well, if you're good I'm good like I, I know everything he does mm-hmm. I just had faith I, I it was really rough but I had faith that he could change it into something amazing mm-hmm. and uh I think that's when he realized he, he wanted to keep me around <laughs> he's like all right yeah, you. <laughs> yeah. So, this was our first Oh, we were together for a couple mm-hmm. of months when we found this, mm-hmm. and this was our first first project. First project we yeah. yeah, so we call it our first rescue because mm-hmm. I mean we literally. I mean he probably would have ended up in a junkyard somewhere, mm-hmm. but yeah. we rescued Vinny, and now we can. It's he's going to take his places. Mm-hmm. The mileage on on him was pretty decent for it for his age. Mm-hmm. So, um, anyways, we. It's going to be great it's mm-hmm. going to be our adventure mobile and mm-hmm. we're going to save money
1: on hotels and absolutely just be in the moment and mm-hmm. travel how accessible is this uh how how do how do you how do you make this happen
4: well uh i mean anybody can f- probably find a van for 500 dollars. Mm-hmm. it's really more of what you think you can do with it mm-hmm. you could I mean, anybody, we had to make a choice of that too. We could have gone out and bought a Sprinter van Mm -hmm. and had a payment and all that stuff. Well, we didn't want that one. We don't think Sprinter vans are all that cool. Mm -hmm. We we wanted boogie van style. Mm -hmm. So we knew what we were looking for. We kind of set out what we were looking for. We also knew we were looking to do almost no money Mm -hmm. because we we don't want to have to deal with that. So instead of money, it took us time. Like she said, it's taken us a year just to get it this far. It's still a project. It's mm-hmm. still something we had to do. We, had to, we looked at everything on the van and just decided that we needed something to start with. And then we were just gonna work with it from there. Mm-hmm. So the $500 for the van, I had a bad transmission. I had to build the transmission, time, work, tough. Um, we can, I could talk more about the engine, but I did a bunch of work to the engine too to get it going to where it was reliable. Not to mention all the time and money and work that we spent in um doing all the doors and the inside too. Mm-hmm. Really, I think realistically we've probably got thirty five hundred dollars into the van. Okay. And we've already taken it, taken it on I don't know how many trips. Mm-hmm.
1: And, you uh, mentioned you went to seasons, so. Montana, right? Did you go in, in and we didn't we oh, didn't take the van yeah. not okay. not at that point. So we how still- have you taken a trip in this
4: we've taken well we stayed in texas pretty much well everything everywhere we go is around texas mm-hmm. stuff, so far to the beach we're about to, we're about to take it on our honeymoon mm-hmm. so we're going to go to tennessee and mm-hmm. hit all the um, states in the south mm-hmm. right now we have absolutely no problem with staying in it, it is comfortable completely comfortable and functional the way it is mm-hmm. but there's stuff you're always going to want to do to improve to make mm-hmm. things better so Uh, accessible I think anybody could do it Mm -hmm. anybody can do it really you can if you Mm -hmm. see something and it's cheap and you really think that's something you want to do you got an idea you got a plan and you can do it Mm -hmm. but it's a lot of hard work and time
1: all of this started with this van huh so tell me about the van you said you'd put some work into it what all do you have to do to get it ready
4: okay well when we got it we limped it back to the house as slow as possible because like I said the transmission was the a number one problem Mm -hmm. with it so that was the very first thing we had to pull out and go. And I actually spent more working on the transmission than I did on the entire van, which is one thing you got to think about. Um, then I did a whole bunch of performance stuff to the engine, just because um, that's kind of who I am. Mm-hmm. I want to do that, so it runs pretty good, sounds pretty good, does all the stuff it should. Um, I, with that being said, I don't think you have to be, you know, mechanically inclined if you could just get. If you're, you know, lucky enough, I guess, to get a good running van. This one, like we said, only had 150,000 miles on it. Mm-hmm. It was abused. The van itself was abused, but we were lucky about the um, the, the engine. Not, obviously, not the transmission, but the rear end seems good. Her big thing was she was like, "Oh my gosh, it's even got good tires." Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they went bad within a week.
2: <laughs> yeah, I was like,
4: "It has
3: tread. We have tread." Yeah.
4: So that's there are some things you just got to be able to um, to move with, mm-hmm. but like I said, it's all about just willing to being willing to do it all. Mm-hmm. So I love working on engines; it's my thing. So mm-hmm. that was that was great. Yeah. Far as mileage goes, people ask us that all the time. They're like, "How many miles does it get?" That's oh, we didn't build it for that. We built it more for um, excitement and fun. You know, we're willing to get a little less mileage for a really cool van mm-hmm. we don't Kinda have of, to
3: pay for a hotel room yeah. So we'll exactly yeah you're standing on that,
4: that part. so we want to we want a, a fun little van that was the whole point of it that's why we look for one with no windows that's mm-hmm. why we built something that nobody else has i mm-hmm. mean high top conversion van with no wind on a cargo van is super cool
2: mm-hmm.
4: and people we get comments on it every single time every i drive day. it somebody mm-hmm. says something about it every day
2: yeah
4: i have other cars that i you would think get more comments than this one but nope this, this one? is the one <laughs> yep. the one of the things we had to have in texas is air conditioning there's no way you could possibly even stay even a night without air conditioning mm-hmm. so we we got a portable ac unit and kind of rigged up a way for it to work um i know people can roll these up in the windows and kind of like stuff towels around them or something to keep them um keep the exhaust
2: mm-hmm. tight
4: but i just made it a little bit better and a little bit more um, efficient, I guess. Mm-hmm. I just took a piece of that wainscoting and mounted the exhaust vent to it so where it's cut to the shape of the window. And now when we show up, I can just kind of run the, the exhaust vent through here and don't lose any of this stuff except for right here. So I need to work on that. Mm-hmm. I'll probably just poke a little hole through here. Haven't done it. Mm-hmm. But it's pretty neat. It works great. It, it uh, does everything it needs to do. Keeps us freezing cold. Yeah, we were cold last night. So that's super important. That's we we both wanted to be comfortable whenever we're yeah. whenever we're traveling gotta yeah. be. Otherwise you're not yeah. gonna want to go.
1: Exactly. That's
3: awesome, because yeah, like you said in Texas, we we have to have that. I'll have to tell you the story about this light here. I think he might have ordered the ones up front, but we we got this light um at the Bend Drop store, which is kind of a funny story, I'll have to tell you. So we decided to have we found out about this place and there's just big bins of boxes and packages and stuff mm-hmm. and some things you can read on there and different days it's like certain like dollars like the first day is like nine and it goes mm-hmm. five and three and on Thursdays it's dollar day and you know we're, we're cheap <laughs> we just you know have a few bucks in our pockets we decided to take each twenty dollars a piece mm-hmm. and so we ha- we're going to have this date night at the bin drop store and we went and picked out uh, just different boxes, like he picked up 20 items, I picked up 20 items at a dollar piece, mm-hmm. and we decided to go home and just open them up and see what we ended so up with. So you don't know what's in them we, when you no, pick them up? No, uh, some things you can read on the outside and mm-hmm. kind of, like he was looking for all the heavy stuff because he knows it's probably like a car park, mm-hmm. and... I'm looking for all the soft stuff. So it might be clothes or (laughs) whatever, but this actually we got for a dollar. This is one of the items that we got. So he mounted it up on Vinny. So if it's at night, he can turn it on and we can actually see start a fire Mm -hmm. or whatever. Yeah. Set up camp. One of the uh, boxes that I opened up had like, chains and spikes and some rubber stuff on it I was like oh lord what what, what did that? I get this is a torture device or something but it was it actually goes on the bottom of your shoes to walk on ice okay this this looks really cool tell me about this okay so I I'm a part of a few uh Facebook groups mm-hmm. about banners and van life and stuff like that and then somebody was on there talking about you know making van signs, so I guess this stands for van life, or yeah, van life, so I was like, we need to come up with a sticker or something, and you know, Matt can do so many different things, he's an artist as well, um, so he designed this sticker that says, so he made this, yeah, so van life, yeah, Yeah, so, it has uh, has a name, right, yes, so that's kind of what you do when you get a van, you, it has, you gotta name it, Mm -hmm. so, (laughs) So we got this van. It was a painter's van. So I have to give Matt all the credit for for naming the van. Um, so he he says, "Well, it was a painter's van, so we should name it Vincent Van Gogh." So I mean,
1: oh my gosh, <laughs> it has a double meaning. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna
3: you know take us places, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, but Vincent Van Gogh. Mm-hmm. So we want to get like a plastic ear or rubber ear. <laughs>
1: And hang it, hang it from <laughs> oh gosh, the yes, rear view mirror.
3: Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, even when we got the van, it came with like two five-gallon unopened buckets of white paint. So, I mean, that worked out. We mm-hmm. painted the inside mm-hmm. with the paint that, we got, <laughs> that nice. we got that came in the van. In the van, yeah. And I think we painted a couple of rooms at the house. So, mm-hmm. he transformed a old shed into a yoga room for me. And we we painted that. And I think we still have paint left over. So, yeah.
0: So there you have it. That's Vinny. Um, congratulations to Matt and Tina. Yes,
2: definitely.
0: And I, it's been so amazing watching their their journey. If you'd like to follow along with their journey, um, they actually set up an Instagram. Uh, it's
1: well, they just set it up, so I, there's not a whole lot on there. I think they only posted one picture, but um, it's Vinny Van Ghostagram. Go Ghostagram.
0: Vincent, yeah. Vincent Van Ghost. Vincent
1: Van Ghostagram. Yes. Because
0: it's. <laughs> Named after Vincent, Vincent Van Gogh. It's the Gogh. most. Yeah. <laughs> I thought
1: it was really
0: I, creative. I thought the Galactica was cool. I mean, that's that's so cool because he's an artist, yeah. he's an art teacher. And it's, it's a painter's van. And so. it's a painter's van. It was <laughs> like, that was really, really great. So, yeah. um, Vincent Van Goghstagram. Instagram. Um, go and again, they'll be updating their process. And it's a work in progress. They've done a lot, yeah. but they still We're have the
1: ones work. that convinced them to make the Instagram and, and show their progress. So, yeah. share so, their knowledge. Yeah. Um, so, there's nothing on there yet, but I know that they're going to start posting. Yeah, videos and, and pictures and stuff of, of them building
0: it. Yeah, because we kept telling them, like, people would love to see this. Yeah. You know, so... Mm-hmm. Put
2: it on there. Don't <laughs> prove us wrong.
0: Yeah, uh, yes, definitely. Go check them out. You know, yeah. give them, let them know that you're very interested in showing this, because yeah. I know it's you'll be just as uh, blown away as I am. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely go give them a follow. Um, but now it's come to that point in the time in the show where we talk about some Battlestar Galactica. Yes. Um, again, we're continuing our episode-by-episode episode review. Mm-hmm. Last episode, we did the mini series Chapter 1. The Um, And this time we're doing the miniseries Chapter 2. So the original miniseries aired on December 8th in 2003. And the day after, it was a two-parter, Chapter 2 came out on December 9th in 2003. It was about an hour and a half long, Mm -hmm. um, but it was just a continuation. So where we left off at the end of Chapter 1, Apollo, boom, blew up, you know, like, And damage just shook, you know? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and that's how they close out the episode. You're like, yeah. what? Yeah. And just imagine having to wait until, you know, the next day, the next day <laughs> to find out what really, really happened. That's kind of Game of Thrones-ish season one, you know, yeah. like where they took out a main character and everyone thought that was revolutionary. No, yeah. <laughs> Battlestar Galactica was doing that back in 2003. Yeah. Um, <laughs> or so we thought, yeah. right? So anyway, so they, it comes back in with Galactica and... Mm-hmm. and Adama's on the in the CIC, and he's just like. But you see him immediately, almost immediately, he he swallows it.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: He's in that military mindset, yeah. right? And you see everyone else, kind of the same deal mm-hmm. on the Galactica, mm-hmm. like they swallow it. You had Chief after he lost his eighty-five men, yeah. you know, trying to to save the Galactica. You had uh, Starbuck comes back, mm-hmm. and you know, they Chief tells her, mm-hmm. you know, and she said that she's like right yeah you know and she swallows it yeah. so these these military people they they're they're human but in the same token they have this mission yeah. that i i can totally totally relate yeah. you know and and it's just
2: military thing yeah
0: yeah you yeah. you can compartmentalize you, you have put to. it away you know yeah. and like i'll deal with it when i can but right now i got to focus right. on finishing the mission right. um but yeah so after that then it goes and shows boomer mm-hmm. you know she's on her way back she's from remember she we didn't cover this too much when we talked about it but uh, her and Hilo actually were shot down onto Caprica. Mm-hmm. And they fix the ship. She has to leave Hilo behind. But who takes Hilo's place? Gaius Baltar. Gaius Baltar takes Hilo's place. And so Boomer, Gaius, and some survivors leave Caprica and are making their way back to Galactica. Yeah. And there's this kid Boxley with her, right? <laughs> and it was a nod back to the original show. He's kind of a thing. Is he? I don't know. Anyway, so um, it goes back to Galactica. Uh, and. They're convinced the fleet is gone. Lee is gone. Rosalind's gone. And yeah. so they are like, what's the next step? Right. We got to go get our bullets. We got to get in this fight. Go mm-hmm. to Ragnar. And so you see your first jump in the show. And it's a really cool sequence where they mm-hmm. do the whole countdown and they flip yeah. the key. and. Uh, and then they have this weird zoom thing happen with the camera to kind of give the effect.
1: Of a, of a FTL?
0: Yeah, yeah, jump. taking place when right. you're going faster than light. Kind yeah. of like Star Trek when they do the warp speed and mm-hmm. the, the the ship... Oh, know? I
1: forgot.
2: Yeah, they do do that. Yeah, yeah. The it stretches. Yeah. Like, yeah.
0: Same thing. It's just... Get, that's, you don't really see it too much for the rest of the show. It's just yeah. kind of the white flash. Mm-hmm. But they do this whole, like, real, real cool thing with the camera to make you feel this kind of disorienting feeling.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, and uh, one of the deckhands, the little one, what's her name?
1: Oh, that I can't remember
0: her name. I'll put it right up here. Um, she's like, I hate this part. Like she hates the sensation. You can tell it's mm-hmm. disorienting, and what they did with the cameras, you really feel that disorienting, you know, yeah. disorienting feeling. Mm-hmm. And so then it flashes, and they they jump, and then they actually flash again, and they're outside, you know, in, in orbit of Ragnar. And they're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, they're like clapping their hands and everything, like it's a big deal because this was the first jump. That the Galactica had taken in like what forty years for a long yeah. time. So they were like, was this even gonna work? You know, like they could <laughs> have lost it all right there. Um, but it actually works. Yeah. And they're they're around Ragnar. Um so goes back and you see that colonial one actually doesn't blow up. Yeah. The flash was actually manipulated by Lee. Mm -hmm. Um, He did something with the engines that were down in the bottom of the ship Mm -hmm. and the uh, FTLs to make a giant EMP uh, that actually shut down the nuclear warheads before they impacted the Colonial One. So Mm -hmm. when the silence attack, the nukes did go off, but they didn't go off impacting Colonial One. And so the electric shock kind of knocked everybody out Mm -hmm. and everything. So they wake up and they're fine um, and president's fine. And so they begin going around to... Collecting survivors and mm-hmm. grouping up the fleet. Yeah. The president tasks... Uh... So, yeah. The boomer is making her way back. Mm-hmm. And she's sending out pods. Yep. Uh, and she finds Colonial One in that fleet. Mm-hmm. And then, in process, you see Gaius, you know, and... Ugh, guys. <laughs> <laughs> but then you also see... The blonde woman
1: oh yes she's back That's when caprica comes comes back well,
0: she's not caprica then oh she's not
1: oh she's no a, she's right she's number six
0: the six she's <laughs> yes. the sixth cylon model but six. she told him there's there's 12 and she's yes. number six um the fans back in the day called her head six and the reason they called her head six when this aired is because gaius was the only one that could see her mm. she was in the raptor mm-hmm. talking to him but no one else could see her but, yeah. Right, yeah. And he doesn't entertain it. Like, she's talking to him and he doesn't answer, doesn't respond. Because
1: he's, he's in this his this uh, raptor with a bunch of other people. And yes. he doesn't want to seem like
2: he's crazy.
0: Yeah, but it's like, he, he thinks he's crazy. Yeah. You know, he thinks he's crazy. He's so, like, what am I seeing? You know, like, this is my guilt. Yeah. So, yeah, Gaius is not engaging. He's like, yeah. I'm going crazy. You know, so she's talking to him. He's the only one. that like, He's looking around at everybody else. Like, can you see this? Yeah. And no one's, like, acknowledging. He's like, oh, my God. So he doesn't talk to her. Mm-hmm. You know? So, um, eventually, Boomer does make it to the fleet, Colonial One, the ones Mm -hmm. that didn't blow up, right? And so, she gets off, she talks to Apollo, tells him what happened, Mm -hmm. they compare notes. Uh, President Roslin now Mm -hmm. meets Guy's Baltar. Yeah. To him for the first time. <laughs> he's so ego. He's met her before. He doesn't even recognize her.
1: Yeah. She even says that. She's like, I, I, I'm I, sure you remember we, we met back you know a year ago or something like that. And he's like, I'm sorry. I'm bad with faces. Yeah. So just, uh, he yeah. makes it sound like really, really nice. But no, he low-key like didn't even recognize like, her. Yeah, like I have no
0: all. idea who you are. <laughs> um, but now she's the president. Yeah. And um, so she, but she absolutely trusts him. And his expertise. Yeah. And he's one of the geniuses of their mind, which is why mm-hmm. Hilo actually gave up his spot. Because he's well-known. You know, he's,
1: well known, you know he's, yeah.
0: he's a genius. He's, he's a genius. Yeah. And uh, so it's just so, oh, the irony. Yeah. You know, and they shake hands and she's an adoring fan, essentially, and yeah. respect of his intellect and awe of his intellect. And he's kind of like, eh, I don't know who you are. Yeah. You know, but yeah. Anyway, so she makes him her Cylon expert. Yeah. <laughs> Conveniently <laughs> makes him her Cylon expert. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Boomer's there, but then a Cylon jumps in and it's a scout. Mm -hmm. And usually they know the scout shows up, scout reports their position and not long after the fleet's going to show up, the rest of the Cylon fleet's going to show up and wipe them out. Mm -hmm. Um, So the president had been sticking to her mission of kind of saving survivors, but all of a sudden she's put on the clock. Mm -hmm. They know that the Cylons will come back. They can't get everybody. So here's the conundrum, Right. right? The issue that they're having is not all of the ships that are in the fleet have FTL drives. Yeah. They can't jump away. There's
1: a lot of them. I think they said 40 of the ships didn't have the FTL drive. So they, and before that, the scout had come in, they were planning on getting all those people off the ships anyways, Mm -hmm. but they just didn't have time.
0: Yeah. And so then she's faced with that numbers game the first time where she's like,
1: what do I do? I have
0: to choose to Mm -hmm. save the 10,000, sacrifice the 1,000 to save the Mm 10,000s. Right. And so they're in the process of moving them and Lee's like, they're going to show up and they're going to they're going to wipe out everybody. Yeah. We got to take those on the ships that have FTL drives. And we got to get out of here, yeah. and it's it's a hard choice that she comes to. Um, mm-hmm. And then the the press secretary that was on Galactica, Mr. Doral, he's actually there, mm-hmm. and he's like, "Well, you know, we can't just leave them and try to make her feel guilty for leaving. Try to convince her not to leave." Yeah. And you're like, "What is this dude doing? You know, is he yeah. just the other side <laughs> of the argument? You know, is he really a purist? You know, and just mm-hmm. really wants to save all the lives." You'll find out later why he's arguing against <laughs> it. Anyway, um, so they make the call. You know, we have to sacrifice, unfortunately, yeah. the thousands to save the 10,000s. Yeah. And there's this really powerful sequence of the people on the radios and the ships without FTLs saying, don't leave us, don't yeah. leave us, you know. And then then they realize they're going to leave them anyway. They start cursing them, you yeah. know, and it's just like, ooh, God, that's heavy. Yeah. This show does not pull any punches. Yeah. In the pilot, in the pilot. Yeah. You know, and they jump away. And then as they jump away, you see the rest of the silons jump in and they, they shoot missiles and yeah. they destroy. It's
1: like flash of white screen. Yeah. So yeah. they you know that the silons attack them.
0: So yeah. Heavy stuff. Mm-hmm. Um back with the Galactica. They actually made it to Ragnar, they mm-hmm. go down to the station, it's inside this weird nebula yeah. aura. Um, which was intentional. They hid it away from the Cylons in this nebula, mm-hmm. right? Um back in the war 40 Mm -hmm. years ago so they're down there chief is down there trying to get the bullets and everything loaded up and this guy pops out of nowhere um and you're like what are you doing here yeah you know and he's saying that he was stranded there he's an arms dealer trying to steal the weapons uh adama comes down and he's Mm -hmm. talking to the guy about what happened and the guy's like you know, I just want to ship. You know, I, I just want my weapons. I just want to get out of here. I don't want any trouble. And Galactus is like, "Where are you gonna go, dude? You mm-hmm. know, like everything's gone." There's nowhere to go. And he's yeah. like, "No, no way." He's like acting all like he doesn't believe him. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's got this—he's sweating. Yeah. He looks gross. Mm-hmm. And Adan was like,
2: hmm. "You
1: immediately suspect something because, like, like you said, they intentionally built that the, the that station in the mm-hmm. storm." Because they knew that it affected the Cylon. So he's immediately suspicious because this guy looks like he's sick.
0: Yeah. So un- unfortunately, one of the, the rounds fall off of the cart
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, and it blows up and Adama and this guy mm-hmm. uh, get trapped in the hallway separate from everybody else. Yeah. He tells Chief, you know, don't send anybody to come and fix this. Cut me out. Get the bullets on the Galactica. Mission mm-hmm. accomplishment over troop welfare, right? I'm not important. The fight is important. Mm-hmm. Um, and so him and Leoben take the long way around. Mm-hmm. This guy take a long way around. Mm-hmm. And while they're walking, um, he starts to see this guy like start to really degrade. Yeah. He starts like, he's like, it's just my allergies are he, so like, bad. He like
1: stumbles a little bit and like has to hold on to something because he looks like about to pass out.
0: Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's all philosophizing about uh, the war and the Cylons. And he's mm-hmm. like, well, maybe, you know, God decided that. You know, humanity wasn't deserving of souls. So he gave another species a soul. And Adam was like, whatever. We, Humans made the Cylons. <laughs> we made them. Yeah, we, like, we
1: know we didn't include we, a soul in their program. Yeah, yeah. He's like,
0: so <laughs> now his, his antenna is way up. Yeah. He's just like, okay, what's going on with this dude? Mm-hmm. Um, so then you, the, when the fleet jumps away, they jump to Ragnar. Mm-hmm. Up above with the Galactica. And the Galactica's like, oh my God. All of a sudden there's a bunch of ships. And they realize that they're the colonial fleet. Yep. Um, It finally made it to Ragnar. So, Mm -hmm. again, you have the colonial fleet Mm -hmm. and the Black Galactica Mm -hmm. all together again. So, there's this huge reunion scene. One thing you have not seen at all in this pilot is romance. You know, there's a little bit, they hinted at the beginning, uh, but we didn't talk that too much about chapter one, where Chief and Omar boomer Mm -hmm. um for one he's enlisted and she's an officer and that's a no-no right no fraternization but everyone kind of looked around didn't pay attention to it because the Galactica was being decommissioned you know so like they let a lot of stuff slide um so they're reunited uh and Boxley's there is he a thing is he not a thing anyway he's there um and then Duala and Billy Billy are reunited and you're kind of just like there's really touching scenes of romance and reunite and then you have starbuck and apollo <laughs> you are know, like wait why are they putting these two guys together with that and that's when you first get the little hint of mm-hmm. is this going to be There's a
2: something there is this
0: going to be a thing yeah. for the rest of the show um but of course they awkwardly like make jokes and poke mm-hmm. fun at each other kind of like i tease you because i like you kind of mm-hmm. vibe yeah um so yeah the fleet is together apollo's back home yeah. um ty's like does your old man know you're alive you know and yeah, yeah he's going to be glad to see you back to the old man So they're in the bowels of this ship and it starts to dawn on Adama like.
1: (laughs) This is not who he says he is. (laughs) Yeah, he's
0: like, okay, um, there's a reason we put this thing in this aura because it affects Cylons. That's why they did it 40 years ago. And it's affecting you, not because of your allergies, because you're a Cylon. Yeah. Now, they hadn't put out blood and chrome by this point. Yeah. And we'll talk about that later. But you'll see in Blood and Chrome why Adama has this particular insight. And why that that light would have went off that they look like us. Yeah.
1: Because he shouldn't have known it at, at that point. But he like, puts, yeah.
0: based on what you got in the,
1: From the, the Just the, the
0: Miniseries, mm-hmm. there's no way. But with his history of the Cylons and being in the war before, yeah. you know, and then seeing Blood and Chrome later, you realize that's why he knows. Yeah. They were able to put two and two together. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's really great. Again, standalone film mm-hmm. ties into the lore really, really well. So we'll talk about that later. Um, but yeah, he puts two and two together and mm-hmm. then it's, you know, grudge match. You know, yeah. it's Adama and the Cylons again. <laughs> and uh, he's, he's, they get into a fight and he literally beats this Cylon to death um, with, with a flashlight. <laughs> and you're just like okay Adama is hardcore he, you know you think he's just an officer now you know he just orders people around no this guy knows how to get, get gritty get yep. gutta you know yep. and he beats this guy to death with a, uh, a flashlight before that though you you learn a lot about the Cylons mm-hmm. you learn they're powerful very strong he yes. picks up Adama mm-hmm. by his neck off the ground and then he punches him, and he flies like a good seven feet oh, you know? yeah. mm-hmm. so the Cylons are powerful even in, as humans mm-hmm. and you also hear a little bit more about the fact that you can't kill them because when you destroy one body. They just download, download mm-hmm. into another body. Somewhere consciousness
2: else. Downloads into so you
0: don't ever world. really kill them. They just kind of come back right. in, in different forms. You learn a lot there. Mm-hmm. Um, so they make it back up to the, the Galactica. Mm-hmm. Gaius is now walking around the Galactica and, but not by himself.
1: No. <laughs> <This> <laughs> is number six. Yes. Walking with him. <laughs> so
0: then more and more of this head sinks, like she's, She's pushing his buttons. Yes. She's not telling him any new information, though. Right. She's only taking things that he knows or would have discerned from what he's seen. Mm -hmm. So that really makes the audience wonder, like, what is this? Yeah. He doesn't know. She won't tell him what she is. Mm -hmm. We don't know. So it's this really interesting, kind of to a frustrating point. Mm -hmm. What is she? Right. Um, And it doesn't stop. Just a little warning. Yeah. It doesn't stop.
2: Yeah.
0: So she's in his head and she starts... kind of brings in the comical element because she starts messing with him and manipulating him in ways (laughs) that you can see him but you can't see her. Yeah. So if you're someone in the room... And
1: they did. They showed like, I don't remember who it was but somebody watching him Yeah. Interacting. Yeah. And he's all like... Yeah. And it just looks like... They were like, what?
0: (laughs) (laughs) So it makes for some really good comedy that breaks up the heaviness of the show. Yeah. Um, These moments between... Gaius and Head Six. Yeah. So they get their bullets. You know,
2: mm-hmm. Chief,
0: Ty, Adama are now all back on the Galactica. Yeah. With Rosalind, mm-hmm. everyone's back home. Yeah. Um, home. Um, uh, you know, Ty tells him, "Hey, you know, welcome back." You mm-hmm. know, and he he lets Ty know. They look like us now. Mm-hmm. And Ty's like, oh man, yeah. don't let that get out because yeah. then people will start panicking panicking and mm-hmm. questioning, you know, is my neighbor a Cylon because yeah. they don't brush their teeth in the morning. Yeah. So literally it puts the witch hunt radar mm-hmm. element into the show. And it's a theme that will recur over and over and over again
2: mm-hmm. of who
0: is a Cylon, who yeah. isn't, because they look like us now. Um then he's like, oh yeah, but did anyone tell you? Your kid's still alive. He's like, what? Yeah. You know, so, <laughs> so Um, and that's when you have this really powerful scene Mm -hmm. because they've both been through so much at the beginning of the, the mini series, chapter one, the beginning of the pilot, there's this animosity, this tension, Mm -hmm. um, over a shared loss, Mm -hmm. but there's blame. And then after they have gone through all of this, kind of, you see the other side where they've gone through all of this. They thought they lost each other and Mm -hmm. they realize what's really important, um, Adama just grabs Lee and he holds him. And Lee, you could see him kind of resist in a moment. And then he's just like... He melts. Yeah, he's just like... And this is this powerful moment where father and son Mm -hmm. are reunited and through their, again, loss, this traumatic experience they've been through. And they realize they're all they have left. Mm -hmm. They can't let these trivial things keep them apart. Um, And it really changes the the tone between those two for the rest of the show. Um, So, yeah. They send Starbuck out on a recon run before they leave, got their bullets ready to go. They send Starbuck up to go and check out, see what's going on. Mm -hmm. Before she goes up, though, she confesses to Lee that
1: she failed. Zach, she passed him, is is the brother. Oh, yeah. I mean, she passed him when he should have failed. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. So she confesses that he failed flight school and she passed him anyways. And so uh, Lee's like, why are you telling me this now? And she's like, It's the end of the world. You gotta confess your
0: sins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but the the thing that, that's the tension, and this is after he's kind of made up with the Dhamma. Yeah. So it's not like his making up was conditional on his knowing that he wasn't guilty. Yeah. You know, which was which is really beautiful. Yeah, which I really like. He's mm-hmm. like Even in that moment, he thought his dad was guilty for what happened to his brother, Mm -hmm. but he forgave him, you know? Mm -hmm. And I'm glad that they didn't take that away or cheapen it by saying he forgave him because he found out he was not guilty. He genuinely forgave him. And then found out the truth later that it actually wasn't his dad who was responsible.
2: Starbucks, Starbucks who was
0: responsible. And uh, so that changes again the Mm -hmm. context for the show. But anyway, she goes up, does her recon, and finds out that the Cylon fleet is actually waiting outside of the nebula for them. Mm -hmm. So they come up with this really... Extravagant battle plan, um, and Adama talks to Roslin. It's Adama versus Roslin, round two, yeah. and he's like, "I'm hearing my bullets. Get back in the fight." And she's like, "Bro, the fight is over. You lost. Why should I have to tell you this?" Yeah. And then she says something that it was absolutely hilarious moment in the show because he's a military mind. He's like, "We got to get in this fight." She just told him, "You just, you just lost. You just got got whipped." Yeah, and he doesn't want to take it. He's proud. He's like, "No, nope, right. we're gonna go fight." Mm-hmm. And so he's tense, got his barriers up, and she's like. What we need to do is go out there. We only got fifty thousand people. left. we need to run away, and start, start having, having babies. babies, and he's like, <laughs> and the expression on his face, he's just like,
1: he's in war mode.
0: Yeah, yeah, he's like, I don't have time for this. He doesn't say anything. He's like, excuse me. He just gets up and walks out. <laughs> like yeah. I can't take this. Uh, so he's he's going up there, and he gets to the CIC, and they're talking about leaving the civilians and going get back in the fight. And he's mm-hmm. watching this conversation happen between. Dwala and Billy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now he loves everybody in his crew yeah. like they were his own children. Mm-hmm. And I think he can see, they don't say what happens. He won't tell you what changed his mind. Mm-hmm. You can discern what you want. But he's looking at Douala, his crew person. He sees as his own family. And I think after everything that he'd watched her go through mm-hmm. up to this point, yeah. she's actually smiling, talking to another young man. Yeah. This guy, you can tell she's interested and attracted mm-hmm. him. And he's looking at me he, like he's like, I can't take these my family to their death.
4: Right.
0: Yeah, you know, blaze of glory isn't the move mm-hmm. here. You know, I got to preserve this. I got to preserve their happiness. Mm-hmm. I got to preserve their future. Yeah. And then he says to the others,
1: he says we got go to start having
0: babies. And they look at him like what? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Ty actually asks him, so what changed your mind? He's like, can I ask you what changed your mind? And mm-hmm. he says, well, you could ask but he never answers, right? right? So it's up to the audience and you discern what changes mind. Mm -hmm. He doesn't say it. So they come with the battle plan for them to get out. And essentially the rest of the show is the scene where the Galactica comes out and serves as a barrier between the fleet and the Cylons. Mm -hmm. Um, And the fleet is able to jump out with the Galactica being a block for them um, safely. And Galactica jumps away at the last minute, not after Starbuck does her normal thing of some crazy death-defying stunt of saving Apollo. Um, and this is a really interesting thing I heard in Battlestar Galacticast, and actually made sense to me. So he was willing to leave civilians, right? But he would not leave Starbuck and Apollo. He wouldn't leave Jump Away until they were in the ship. They were the last two pilots out during the fight.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And something that it said in the Galacticast is like how, in his mouth, how do you, how in his head, how did he justify two pilots versus everyone on the Galactica or the civilian fleet? Right? Why would he leave the civilian fleet, but not leave his two pilots? And he said, "Well, it's that military thing kicking in. He knows that their only line of defense are these pilots, Mm -hmm. and there are no new pilots coming. So every pilot is worth like a hundred people. So especially Starbuck and Apollo, who are two of his best pilots. So you think it's really an emotional reason why he doesn't leave, Mm -hmm. but also there's a whole military numbers aspect to it, where this is an asset that'll be more useful to me to protect." the thousands. I need to get this asset back. Mm-hmm. I can't afford to lose these two pilots. Mm-hmm. Not that that was really really interesting. Yeah. Where it was like, it came down to a numbers game and a military asset, but also you you know, mm-hmm. he wasn't going to leave them anyway cuz that's you know, that's his people. And so they jump away at the last minute and the show closes with this really touching scenes of people kind of settling into their new normals, new normal of living on the Galactica, living in the fleet, finding their place um, and that's how it ends for the humans. Mm-hmm. But for the Cylons, it goes back to Ragnar. Mm-hmm. So earlier, mm-hmm. right, we talked about the witch hunt
2: mm-hmm. and then
0: introducing that element to the show. So yeah. the next plot step was like, well, who is a Cylon? You know? Yeah. And so with the closing of the show, the closing of the series, the closing of the pilot, closing of chapter two, you go back to Ragnar.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Now, we didn't talk about it too much, but Gaius, being the new Cylon expert, right to deflect blame from himself and attention from himself because he's so selfish he picks someone at random seemingly at random yeah he picks the press secretary because the guy comes in he's one of the ones that walks up to him while Mm -hmm. he's doing these weird things with head sex and he's like bro are you okay you know and they have this little tense moment and so you wonder if that factored into why he picked that guy to be the cylon so he's the new silent expert and he went around and gathered hair samples from everybody in the the the, the cic mm-hmm. and according to the date of course he's saying this to ty it's a bunch of numbers and so ty's like yeah whatever yeah. you know he's like that dude's a cylon <laughs> and so he picks the press secretary yeah. mr Doral at, it's seemingly at random right and uh so they to be safe they leave Doral on ragnar before mm-hmm. they jump away they give mm-hmm. enough food and water to survive till they come back
2: mm-hmm.
0: or period forever if they ever come back But uh, they leave him there. Um, End of the show, though, right? The Cylons actually go down through the nebula to the station, and they open the door, and Dora's like, what kept you so long? And he looks like crap, because the stuff is getting to him Mm -hmm. just like it got to Lyoman, because he is most definitely a Cylon. You're like, what? Cylon? I mean, uh, Gaius guessed really, really lucky, you know, because he picked that dude at random, and he ended up being a Cylon. Um, But then you see that there's the multiple copies. You see multiple copies of uh, the blonde woman, Mm -hmm. number six. You see multiple copies of Mm Leoban, the guy who fought with Adama. And then you see multiple copies of Doral. Doral. You know, (laughs) but then at the very end, Mm -hmm. in walks a copy of Boomer. Boomer.
2: Yes.
1: (laughs) And
0: she's like, don't worry. They can get away now.
1: We'll find them. We'll
0: find them. And you're just like,
1: (gasps) oh, she's
0: a Cylon. She's a Cylon. And then they, (laughs) that's how they end. Yeah. The miniseries chapter two. So it's so good. Yeah. You know, um, they it's heavy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You're invested immediately. Again, we said this before. Yeah. Uh, I think people settled into their roles.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, they set it up nicely. They dealt with these really heavy topics. They introduced the humor. Mm-hmm. They introduced the ensemble cast and their separate storylines. Yeah. Um, you had Chief and Boomer mm-hmm. um, and Boxley. I'm just going to spoil it for you. He doesn't come back. It was a kind of a callback to the original show. They tried to make him a thing in the miniseries, possibly make him a thing in a show, but unfortunately uh, they aired the miniseries one year mm-hmm. and then they started filming the next year and the kid who's playing Boxley, I'll put his name right here, uh, actually went through puberty um, and so he could no longer be Boxley and so they kind of just wrote him out of the show. He just doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Um, so, like, why did they have him in there in the first place? There's a little bit of fan service and pandering. Uh, that probably wasn't necessary. Um, but that probably my only critique of it. Otherwise, it was really, really great. Great pilot. Great way to start the show off. Yeah. Um, yeah. So hopefully you enjoyed this review of the mini series chapter one and two. And we will start doing the episodes, starting with episode one on our next podcast episode. Yep. If you enjoyed any of this, definitely please like and subscribe. And we will...
1: See you down the road. See
0: you down the road. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching.
1: We hope you enjoyed the show. If you did, please consider liking the video and subscribing to our video channel and podcast. We've absolutely loved building connections with the RV community and anyone interested in this lifestyle.
0: So if you'd like to connect with us, please follow us on Instagram and YouTube at so Say We Travel, or visit us at SoSayWeTravel.com.
1: See you down the road.